0: On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to dismantle one of the most popular conspiracy theories today in the world of marketing, which is: is my phone listening to me? Welcome to the Nick Ingersoll Show. Sure. 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 Humans of planet Earth, I have good news for you. No, your phone is not listening to you and serving you ads based on what you're saying to your grandmother. And so I'm going to walk you through this conspiracy theory. It's an interesting one. You know, it's one of these things that's been around for a long time. But for whatever reason, I've just seen a giant spike in my own personal experience. Totally anecdotal that, that people are so worried about their phones listening to them and serving them ads. And so I was like, okay, is this a thing that I'm just hearing a lot, right? Because I'm in the circle, the ecosystem of entrepreneurship and marketing and that sort of thing. So I went on Google Trends, and Google Trends is a tool. Uh, you can go check it out. It shows basically the search trends. It's it's pretty simple. And when I googled this conspiracy theory, it's just had a massive spike, uh, especially over the last six months. It's been kind of crazy. So I was like, okay, this is a legit thing to talk about on the podcast. If you don't know, if you're not familiar. With this conspiracy theory, it goes something like this. I was having a conversation with my grandma the other day about garden hoses. And then, dude, like two days later, I'm getting garden hose advertisements on Instagram. Phone's listening to me. And that's basically how it goes. So I've heard a lot of these different types of stories, right? Uh, A guy that's into cars was having a conversation about Tesla with his buddy. And then a couple hours later, he gets an ad for Aston Martin. Well, he may be ignoring the fact that he drives a car every day of his life and a BMW at that. So exact same category of luxury cars, right? Uh, Or the garden hose example. So, hey, it's summertime, right? Great. And you have a lawn. Well, I'm sure you've purchased other things related to your lawn, right? Like fertilizer, like a lawn mower, like sprinkler systems, like any litany of things, a weed whacker, a blah blah blah, you can you get the point, right? And so what I'm saying is uh, the reason that your phone's not listening to you, Facebook is not spying on you through your conversations is because it doesn't need to it really doesn't. And the reason it doesn't is because credit card data is bought and sold every day. So if you go and buy something somewhere or you buy an ax to chop wood, well, guess what? That purchase is recorded and sold to other companies that will buy that data and then sell you fire starter logs on Instagram, or they'll sell you an ax sharpening tool on Facebook That's how that works. Furthermore, if you bought it online, you're getting tracked immediately, right? Through Google Analytics and the Facebook Pixel and everything else. Oh, and also you don't even have to buy it online. You can just go look at a website and you're getting tracked. So you're getting put into interest groups and audiences and various different platforms. There is really no reason for Facebook to be listening to your audio data. Now, speaking of audio data, I am emitting audio data right now. So I'm very familiar with how much room it takes to record audio. And the amount of data it would take for your phone to listen to you 24 hours a day, send that data through your carrier, which is not Facebook or Google, right? It's AT&T or Sprint or Verizon or whatever and then they're going to have to store it somewhere and read it. It's so much data that you could go onto your phone, and and you can see how much data you've used in a month, right, to see if you're on plan or if you're off plan or if you're whatever. And when you go on there, you would see a gigantic amount of data just going, like you you would be maxing out your plan constantly. 24 hours a day, every single day of voice data getting sent is insane. It's just not happening. And also it's because... Again, they just don't need to. They already have all the data that they need. They have the credit card purchase transactions. They buy it, sell it, chop it up, reuse it, flip it, flop it, put it in a skillet, cook it up with some peppers, put in some eggs, make a fucking nice data omelet, and then that's what you got. And then you're getting served ads for all sorts of things. So that's kind of what it is. I'll give you a couple examples of how this has happened to me. So a food scientist that I know, uh, we were having a conversation about what would be crazy flavors for a snack item. And the crazy flavor for the snack item we happened to be discussing was truffle. Um, you know, and there's some truffle flavored stuff out there, but generally speaking, there's not that much. And so we just thought, ah, maybe that would taste good. Now, now taking into consideration, he went to a school for culinary people, meaning... You got chefs, and you got restaurant owners, and you got food scientists, and you got all of the foodie type of people going to this school, right? And also, his job currently is a food scientist. And then a couple days later, he goes, Hey, man, you'll never believe this. I'm like, what, man? What happened? He's like, dude, truffle hot sauce. Just got served it on Instagram, man. My phone's listening to me. Now, I said, all right, man, okay. Um... Do you eat hot sauce? Yeah. Do, do you like hot sauce? So- yeah, I like a lot of hot sauce. So- what, what are your favorite hot sauces? He names off a couple brands, right? Okay, okay. Um, what about truffles? Do you, you enjoy truffles? Yeah, I enjoy truffles. Like, when's the last time you cooked with those? Oh, you know, maybe psh, probably a month ago or something like that. You know, I made some truffle souffle and truffle this and that, whatever. And I'm like, oh, interesting, interesting. Don't you think that might be why you're getting served truffle hot sauce? I mean, it's, it's, it's like when people think about the things, this conspiracy theory, right? They basically forget all of their actions in the past. Like, did he ever go to a truffle-flavoring website? Likely, he's a food scientist, for God's sakes. Um, he buys hot sauce, we know that. He buys truffles, we know that. It would make sense that he's put into some sort of group, whether it be through credit card data, getting, getting uh, cookied on any various amount of websites that you're going to get put into these interest groups. Another great one was my friend who who went to CVS because they were sick. And so, first of all, it's during flu season, okay? So, this is middle of flu season. Everybody's sick. They go and they buy some medication. They were feeling kind of under the weather, Whatever no big deal, um, feel a little bit better, start walking around in space, etc. start getting more sick, starts feeling real bad, like, oh, man, I need to go to the store, and then wouldn't you know it, kaboom, hit with an Instagram ad for Sudafed PE. Now you may be thinking, I was just talking to my mom about being sick, and guess what? Sudafed PE on my Instagram, they're listening to me on my phone. No, they're not. What they did was they looked at all of your credit card purchase transaction data from CVS, where you go right next door to buy the Sudafed every single time you get sick. They know that. And then you're Googling different sorts of remedies, right? And then it's also flu season, and that's how you end up getting served those ads. There's a very logical formula to this. The number one predictor of future purchase is past purchase, right? I mean, I can guarantee you, hey, if if you bought uh, deodorant in the past, I am pretty damn sure you're going to buy deodorant in the future. And, you know, maybe it's not the same deodorant. Maybe it's a different flavor. Uh, Well, I guess you don't really taste deodorant. That'd be weird. Uh, If you have, it's disgusting. Um, (laughs) But different scent of deodorant, a different brand of deodorant, whatever it is, right? Like, it's just pretty certain. Same thing goes with cold medicine. You get sick, what do you do? You go and buy some medicine. And then you look up various remedies to feel better. One of my other favorite ones, the outdoor enthusiast friend of mine. Okay, so he's out there looking for a new tent. Alright, and and so you know he's looking for tents, so he's here, he's there, he's on REI, he's on Amazon, he's looking for a tent, looking for a tent. He's one of those dudes that thinks really long and hard, longer and harder than he should to make purchases sometimes, which is all good, you should be a prudent consumer and whatnot, but he's going, he's looking for tents, uh, which is great, right, he's asking me questions, hey, what kind of tent should I get, what if I get a girlfriend, should I get a two person instead, and I'm like, dude, it's gonna be heavy for no reason if you're going solo whatever anyway so uh, maybe a week goes by after we have this extensive camping conversation right and then uh, you know i tell him that i sleep my sleep system usually when i'm backpacking is a hammock sleep system with a bug net and all this crazy shit right and he comes up to me he's like dude you'll never believe this I'm Like, what's up man what's, what's going on like, i got an ad um oh, all right what what ad Oh, it's a camping hammock. They're listening to me on my phone. <laughs> Dude, they're not listening to you on your phone, okay? You're actively searching for a tent on the internet, all right? You've been cookied this way, that way, left, right, and center forever from all the sites you went to, backcountry.com, rei.com, Zappo, I don't even know where you went. All right, Walmart.com. They're all tracking you with cookies, and that is why you're getting served this ad. It's not because I told you that I was sleeping in a hammock. Hey, guess what? There's only a couple ways to camp. You got a bivy sack, right? You got a tent. You got a hammock, uh, or you sleep on the ground. That's pretty much your options besides campers and things. And so your options are pretty limited. Now, if I am running, uh, let's let's just break this down. If I'm running Facebook and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to make different sorts of audiences. Well, an outdoor enthusiast audience is, is absolutely going to include the purchase data of people who have purchased tents and hammocks for camping. Of course, because it's the same thing. It's literally the exact same need state. I need a shelter to stay in the woods without getting murdered by bears and mosquitoes. Right? So, no, your phone wasn't listening to you when we were talking about hammocks or tents. It just wasn't. It's all good, but it wasn't. It's because you are interested in buying a tent right now. Okay, enough of the examples. So let's, let's take a look at what Facebook said. So they've said this repeatedly. They actually, and by they, I mean Zucks himself, went in front of, I believe it was well, the Senate or the House. I can't remember which branch of Congress, but he went in front of them and was like, we are not recording the audio data from your phone. Now you may be thinking, uh, well, Mark Zuckerberg is definitely a cyborg with human skin and can't be trusted fair point. But uh, I do believe them on this point because again, you would have to think about it this way. So you have your phone and let's just go with iPhone as an example. So I have an iPhone. Okay, great. Now, Apple and Facebook are not the same company. Apple and Google are not the same company. In fact, they are all competitors of each other. So I have an iPhone. Okay. And what? I got a Facebook app on there. Cool. Let's just an Instagram app, let's say. Uh, Oh, and by the way, I'll even say in the privacy settings, they have access to my microphone when prompted so I can make FaceTime calls and things like that through the two apps. No big. Okay, cool. So I'm walking around throughout the day. Now, uh, if it's recording everything I'm saying, first of all, you will see the data because my iPhone connects via satellite to AT&T satellites, right? Your service provider, T-Mobile, Sprint, Verizon, whatever. And they're also not exactly in bed with Apple, or with Facebook, or with Google. They're all kind of competing with each other in this tech space, right? So uh, the conspiracy theory has to work something like this. Apple, is conspiring to allow apps on its platform which is a very curated platform in the app store you can't just put anything on there that you want they are conspiring with Facebook to allow them to listen to you everywhere you go and then Facebook or Apple I'm not sure which have to conspire with AT&T or Sprint and well, and Sprint and Verizon and T-Mobile and the rest so that they don't show you the data that the apps are taking from you and then AT&T and Sprint and Horizon, etc., have a back room handshake where they give your data for free to their competitors like Google and Facebook and Instagram, and then they serve you the ads. Man, that's a lot of companies involved for a conspiracy, huh? And there's a lot of conflict, and they're all competitors. It's just not happening. Look, I don't trust Facebook any more than you do, but I do know they're not listening to all my conversations. Now, if you have an Amazon Alexa or something like that, mm, different story. I don't have one of those because I don't want to have my conversations recorded all the time. So out of my house with that. Every time I'm in a house, actually, with a side tangent with with one of these Amazon Alexa's or a Google Home or one of those things it kind of makes me nervous. I don't know, man. Make me nervous. It's like you've heard the horror stories like those things. Those devices are literally meant to listen to you. Your phone is not. Your phone is meant to make calls and send texts and get on Instagram and surf the web or do whatever you're doing on there, right? Excel, Excel spreadsheets are on there. Like, your phone is a dynamic thing. Alexa is just a microphone that's on that queries a database of things to say back to you and that's it. But anyway, Facebook has said they're not listening to you and you should probably believe them. Now, let's get to why. Why? This is impossible. So, to make this thing happen, Facebook would have to record every single thing your phone hears while it's on. Now, we already went over the inherent conflict of interest between these different businesses, right? Okay. So, it's, it's the equivalent of having an always-on phone call from you to Zuckerberg, right? So, so if it's recording all of your audio data, that data would be like you are on a a 24-hour-a-day call with Mark Zuckerberg or his server. Or maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Maybe the server puts on human skin and acts like Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not really sure, but still, you get the point, right? And that is a ton of data. Now, your average voice-over internet calls takes around 24 kilobytes per second one way, which amounts to 3 kilobytes of data per second. Okay, you follow. So now assume that you got your phone on half of the day, so that's about 130 megabytes per day per user. So that's around 150 million daily active users in the U.S. So that's about 20 petabytes, petabytes per day of data, just in the U.S. So that means that uh, Facebook's entire data storage is only about 300 petabytes with a daily ingestion rate of about 600 terabytes. Put another way, the constant audio surveillance would produce about 33 times more data daily than Facebook currently consumes. So, that's the math. That's actually pulled from the Wired article by Antonio, and he did a really good job there. You know, it's, it's just laying out the data argument. You know, if they were listening to you, it would be like you are on a 24-hour call all the time. Right. So it's just not happening, peeps. Furthermore, you would, uh, of course, always see the amount of data on your smartphone. Like I said before, um, have you ever noticed also like so you're you're on a call, let's say a regular call or a call over your internet, and you want to Google something or get on an app or do something. Have you noticed that the data slows down because only so much data can go through at a time? So your phone would be slow, All the time, just like that, if Facebook was listening, 24-7. Another piece of dismantling this conspiracy theory is asking yourself, is it common? Meaning, uh, let's assume that you could uh, magically just solve all of the technological ill wills that I've already laid before you, right? So take all those things away. Now, let's just say uh, we don't have the CPUs getting overloaded. We don't have all this data stuff. We don't have any of that stuff. Let's just say. Okay, cool. So now let's just pretend that you are writing down every single thing you say during the day. To yourself out loud, to your dog, to whoever, right? Your grandma, your people at work, your everybody. Okay, cool. So now, what fraction of that transcript that you've written down would be interesting to any kind of advertiser in the world? Turns out, not that much. It, ju- it just doesn't. Put another way, again, in the words of Antonio from Wired.com says, Just because I have a naked photo of you on the internet doesn't mean anyone would pay money to see it. Okay, maybe you're listening and you're like, hey, I'm pretty sexy. Maybe somebody would want to pay for me. But speak for yourself. I don't think most people would feel that way. So the reality is that the data inside of Facebook is actually not that great. Um, you know, how many people are watching these videos, you can run an ad, right? So, so you can get on Facebook. Anybody can create a business manager manager account, go on there, run a video ad of your dog and target it towards people that got dogs and just see how many people actually interact with the click through, look at it. It's actually not that much. It's, it's usually less than 10%. It's in the single digit. So the targeting that they do have is not that good. And furthermore, speaking into a transcript would even give you less great data than they already have. So now let's think about how you talk about things. This is another great point. So, okay, let's say you're having a conversation, you know, uh, think of all the different people that you know. A lot of different conversational styles. Some people are being funny. Some people are being sarcastic. Some people are doing all these different things, right? It's it. You're talking to a ton of people. You're talking to the clerk at the store. You're talking to the crazy, insane homeless person throwing feces in the middle of the street and calling the cops. You're talking to your son or daughter. You're talking to your puppy dog and your kitty cat. And you're talking to your boss at work and you're talking to whoever, okay? A lot of people you're talking to. They all have very different styles of talking. Some don't even talk at all. And so, you think about this, okay, so hey, um, you know, you're, you're talking to your friend, and maybe you and your friend have a twisted sense of humor that's super sarcastic. So I might say something like, hey man, that shirt looks super good, nice shirt. My brother's gonna look at me and say, fuck you, <laughs> because... He knows that I'm saying it disingenuously because he has a stupid shirt on, right? And so you have to think about the way that people talk, these conversational styles, right? I mean, you can even say, okay, um, there's a lot of innuendo. There's a lot of uh, synonyms for things. There's a lot of slang. There's a lot of weird stuff. So, you know, maybe you can say, hey, uh, you know, you know Jab man, he just, he just, you know, works, he's hard as nails. Jeb is as hard as nails. What does that mean? Well, I know what that means. Some of you listening probably don't even know what that means. And furthermore, a Facebook scraper is not going to know what that means at all. So, okay, guys, name Jeb. All right, Jeb, name, okay. Hard as nails. Nails, okay, hard. So, he, so Jeb must be a construction worker that hits nails with hammers. Right? I mean, there's, there's so much context, it just makes this really, it, it just doesn't play out. So, the short version to all of this is, it's a tin foil hat theoretical conspiracy theory that is very popular. I just wanted to cover it. There's literally no possible way Facebook is eavesdropping on you right now. But it is tracking you. In a lot of ways, and they're not any less insidious. A lot of ways that you are not aware. It's always the punch that you don't see that knocks you out, right? And so it's easy to think, oh yeah, man, you know, I talk every day. I have my phone on me all the time. But really, they're buying credit card data from everywhere you've shopped ever. They're tracking where you've lived every time you've moved. They're tracking what your relatives purchase. Who's living at what address? what they're purchasing. What time of the year is it? What things have you purchased at certain times of the year? They're taking all of this data, collating it, putting it into chunks and allowing advertisers like me and probably like a lot of you on (laughs) listening to this right now to target anybody that you want. So no, Facebook is not listening to you, but yes, they're tracking you all over the place. And with that, thank you guys so much for listening to this show. I thought it was a super interesting subject. If you thought it was, shoot me a DM on the gram at Ingersoll, N-I-K. That is at I N G E R S O L L N I. K on Instagram or wherever you want. You can go to IngersollNIK.com. You can hit me up there or read a bunch of weird stuff. Also, if you want to go to ISO8859.com, that's where I sell some shirts and stuff about creating your own future. And you can also check some links in the show notes. There's some good resources in there and it also helps the support of the show. And if you haven't done so already, the number one thing you could do to help me out is just press the subscribe button. If you haven't done so already, go down to where it says, write a review, hit the five star button and say a plus job, dude. Great. And also I don't believe you on the conspiracy theory thing. All good. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say for Today, so again, thank you all so much for listening. It's the only reason that I do this thing is to hopefully bring some entertainment and some sort of intrinsic intellectual value as well to your ears on your daily commuter, at the gym, or wherever you're listening to this thing. And until next time, I'll chat at y'all then. Peace.